0: Education Ministry documents reveal there were major gaps in the monitoring of charter schools between 2013 and 2018, some of which the government of the day declined to fix. The gaps included student achievement, finances, property, and even whether the schools were attracting the priority learners they were intended to serve. The details come from closeout reports completed in 2019 and obtained by RNZ under the Official Information Act. Here's our education correspondent John Gerritsen is in the studio with me. Good morning. What What is the significance of these documents, John?
1: OK, well, these documents uh, were never intended for, for public consumption or even for the government of the day. They were the ministry collecting its institutional knowledge about its experience with the charter school model. So it looked at every aspect from selecting uh, the, the schools through to uh, funding them, monitoring them, and then um, shutting them down at the end of, of, of the scheme. Because in 2019, the schools um, had either stopped operating altogether or had joined the state system because Labour government had come in and, and, and abolished the charter school model. So it gives us a really interesting insight into the official view of, of how this policy worked and, and where the gaps were.
0: Yeah, what what did the documents paint of the overall picture of charter schools? Well,
1: really, it's the impression I got from looking at these documents, was that it was really complicated because the government wanted a system that monitored these schools and held them to account, but also gave them enough freedom, you know, you didn't want to be on their backs the whole time, so it was a a fine balance to strike, and what happened was as as the model developed uh, they sort of realised, oh actually we need to maybe be a bit more careful about this, or maybe this needs to change, so you had schools operating with slightly different rules, and the papers make it clear, it became a lot of work, you know, a very high administrative burden for, you know, there's only 1,500 children by the end of it all. So very complicated, and, and but also some gaps in that system.
0: Yeah, what are some of those gaps? There's uh, something about student achievement and finances and property. Where are those gaps and how do they show?
1: Well, largely the gaps seem to originate because the schools and their sponsors, their owners, uh, were you know were asked to account for things, and their word was pretty much taken um, without a lot of checking. And the big one was student achievement. Um, there was no independent analysis to make sure that the results that the schools were reporting were actually correct. Um, uh, and, and also, what was really needed, because this was a new type of school, was to assess whether or not these schools uh, were doing better for priority learners than regular state schools, and there was no analysis to to ensure that these students were doing as well as or actually better than Comparable students in comparable state schools. And the ministry said, look, we could do this, and um, I think around 2016, and the government decided not of the day, did not take up that option. Uh, and that, there, was, there was criticism about that at the time, but it's really interesting to see the official view here saying, you know, that we don't know how well these schools did for priority learners, and priority learners being Māori, Pacific, and kids from low socioeconomic backgrounds.
0: Charter schools are back on the cards, and you've spoken to David Seymour about how this might progress. What's the word on that?
1: Okay, well he's um, he's he's looked at this report and he said, look, you know these reports, and he says you need to take uh, them with the, the viewpoint that the way we're prepared under a Labor government that wanted to get rid of the schools. But he said there's a few things that are interesting. He agrees about better monitoring of student performance. He wants that. Um, he said he wanted it at a time, but it didn't happen. Um, he also wants uh, the finances tightened up so that schools are encouraged to grow because these were small niche schools, and um, really to prove the value of this model, you'd want some big schools. And he's intending to get state schools uh, to convert to this model to get essentially what is bulk funding for, for everything, teachers' salaries and the works, and that's how he would get the scale.
0: Tinaque, Thank you very much. Uh, our education correspondent, John Gerritson, who's in the studio with me. Uh, 28 minutes past seven.